What's my name? Thanks, Daddy. Oh yeah. You'll be straight. It'll probably give you a little bit more than you want to. <coughs> I mean, I like I like getting fucked up people. Like, why do you smoke? Like, I I started smoking because insomnia, but now nah, I just smoked again. Blow. Like, not not all the time. It become a part of part of that. Yeah, like I'm I'm smoking to get high. Like I know I'm smoking and I'm trying to get blow. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it doubles because, you know what I'm saying, like, you got your recreational purposes, like, man, you know what, I just want to get high today. But then, like, for me, it really started with depression, you know what I'm saying, because was, I wasn't really smoking weed for, like, I, I, I smoked, and I had my first blunt in high school, and every, I was what, you know what I'm saying, what you call a social smoker, so every now and again, if I go it's around somebody, smoke, somebody smoking, and they offer, you know what I'm saying, I hit it, or I go to a session, but... I wasn't. I wasn't going to buy my own weed. You might rolling up, bro. I was like, I was like twenty six by the time I learned how to roll my first blunt by myself. And so, so how old was you when you started smoking? When I first started, it was probably like the first time you smoked. The first time I smoked, I was seventeen. I was a senior in high school. I was a senior in high school. I was with a couple of my homies. Nah, man, bro, we had, we were smoking uh, off the um, White Isles, the White Great White Isles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this, so this gotta be about 2000. 2009, boy, <laughs> 2009. 2008, 2009. I'm, I'm off the White Great White Isles with a couple of my homies, and we, we, we at the playground smoking drugs. I was green, and so, you know what I'm saying? My first time being high, I'm like, damn, this is great. This is amazing. But I was also, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm also a varsity athlete in high school. Mm-hmm. And so I would get I would get that smoker's reward. So after I come down from being high, I'm like, all right, now you can't smoke no more. And so I would only do it every now and again. But when, like, in my adult years, like, shortly after we got married and we had our, uh, we had our first miscarriage, that was when... When I, and then I started really fi- figuring out what depression was as an adult. I'm like, so you kind of picked it back up. Yeah, at that point, that's when it became, that's when it became more of a regular, more regular occurrence for me. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Cause like I was going through some, yeah, going going through some stuff that I had ne- I had never really anticipated, and so like you know I'm always one that's kind of stressed and felt like I was mentally strong. And so, like, that was something. Not talking about it. Yeah. Keeping it to yourself type yeah. shit. Because, I mean, your partner's also going through something physically and emotionally. And you like, shit, what do I say? What do I do? And I think that was the biggest part part of it for me was because the way that she was handling it, you know what I'm saying? She was really, she was really having a tough time communicating with the outside world. So, so anybody that wasn't us mm-hmm. or um, in, his, in, in her mom. She really wasn't trying to like speak with in regards to what was going on. Cause you can only do that for so long. Cause then eventually they gonna realize there's no baby or you're not pregnant. Yeah. So and so that was where I came in. You know what I'm saying? So I was essentially kind of like the the gatekeeper. You know what I'm saying? And and you know what I'm saying giving people the news and when people trying to check up on her as opposed to them trying to check up on her, check up. You know what I'm saying? Check through me, cause. Any mention of it, it was triggering for, for a long time for her. It was hard. It was hard. You know what I'm saying? I had to find my own outlet, and so you know what I'm saying. Like I would, 
get up early in the morning if I was feeling the kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Like I would sit in my Bible, read, read my Bible for a little minute, just trying to find different ways to cope. Um, and then like, I'm a big, I'm a big mood and a big energy kind of guy. Sure. And so, you know, I don't like somber down moves. Like I can appreciate it. you down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can appreciate it if, if you know what I'm saying? If the mood calls for it, you know what I'm saying? Or if it's necessary, but that's not a baseline for me. And so once I started smoking weed, I'm like, damn, I'm happy all the time. <laughs> and so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can, I can, I can deal with that. And so. And go through life and still function without damn near having a breakdown. Exactly. That shit's real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like every, like, cause even since then, bro, we got two beautiful babies now. You know what I'm saying? We've been through two miscarriages at this point, but we got two beautiful two beautiful little girls at this point and life is as best as it's ever been for me in my 31 years of living at this point but and we got some old bro oh oh man two two girls that makes you a dank dad dank dad and that's man. why you in the cave bro yes sir appreciate you coming through i appreciate you for i appreciate you for having the platform bro man i appreciate everybody tuning in viewing listening wherever you at peace love and weed welcome back to dank dad i got with me one of the dankest I already heard a little, you know, snippet of what my man was talking about, but I got Mr. Jones with me. Marcus, yes, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Life is great. Life is great. You was just saying that with the two beautiful babies. Yeah, man. How old are they? One and one and two. One and two. Back uh, to back, like Drake. Yeah, it was a total <laughs> accident. Total accident. Shit, you in the cave? Your dad, thank dad, yeah. rolling up some. Ganja. You got top three dank dads for me? I gotta go with both of mine. So my my parents like both remarried. My mom and dad both remarried. So I grew up with at a young age, I grew up with the with the with the stepdad and the stepmom. And all all four of my parents were pretty much on one accord for most of my And that's dope. Yeah, for for most of my life. And so I definitely gotta give it to, you know, my dad Marcus. My dad gave, you know what I'm saying, he showed me, like, true, true work ethic. Um, you know, that he he's the definition of a go-getter, you know what I'm saying? If it's overtime available at work and we need extra money. I love overtime. He was in that mug. You know what I'm saying? And then started a, uh, <laughs> started a lawn company on five. Hard work. Extra, you know what I'm saying, extra money there. And, and so, like, you know what I'm saying? He truly just showed me, like, the meaning of being able to truly, like, go get it. And There's always a way. Yeah, it's always a way to make, you know what I'm saying, to make shit happen for your family. And then uh, my stepfather, David, David always showed me, like, the importance of being able to go get it, but the importance of, like, making sure that you're available and, and being present. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, like, you know what I'm saying? No, no diss to my dad. My dad was gone for the overtime, but that was the way that he provided for us. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of stuff. David, I didn't even realize that he was into. That just made me come up with a whole other question. But I went to you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Until, until having the conversations with him in my adult life, I wasn't even hip that he was like hustling the way that he was hustling. Um, but I never really realized that because we never wanted for nothing. That he was always, he was always present. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, like, he was... As the, a kid, that's what matters most, yeah. though. Like, when you just see 
the dad there, I feel like. Mm-hmm. My kid would be like, hey, dad, I want some alone time. I'd be like, all right. Mm-hmm. But then, like, two minutes later, he'll just be playing the switch. He'll come and lay down yeah. in the room. I'd be like, I thought you wanted alone. He'd be like, I do. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got to talk to you? Cool. <laughs> straight. So, that's, that's fire. Yeah. You got, like, you got the best of both worlds. Kind of, yeah. you got both ends of the spectrum. That's dope. So, who the, who the third? Uh, I got. I probably got to go with probably Uncle Phil. Probably mm. Uncle Phil. Mm. Yeah, I didn't realize. Bro. You wrote up a whole another one. I forgot to pass this one back to you. Oh, God, I'm glad I didn't know where it went. <laughs> Uncle Phil was one of mine. That's fire. Yeah, Uncle Phil for sure, bro. Fresh, that's the Fresh Prince is like <coughs> me. Top one sitcom. Top one sitcom. Fresh Prince is like top one. Top one. Top one for me. And so you definitely gotta 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 throw it gotta throw it. On I mean, that was like the staple. That that was like the first one on the first black sitcom on prime time. Yeah. From what I heard, shit, I wasn't even born. But what year was you born? Ninety three. Yeah, I don't. I think that I think that was ninety one. Yeah. Ninety. I think when it premiered, but you know, like I I watched the re I watched all the reruns. I watched that shit. I know it like the back of my hand. But it's like, bro, you know, it's like cult black cult black culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gotta... Martin. All of them living single. Yeah. I, I e friends. You know. That was back when the UPN network was cracking. You were UPN? <laughs> but they had what? Sister Sister. They had they had everything. The Parker. They had all the black shows. They were black TV before like cable. Because shit, I didn't have cable. So I was talking to my wife the other day. I don't think we got cable so I was 13. Till we moved to the west side. <laughs> So y'all ain't got y'all, y'all ain't so I was watching, Nope. <laughs> so I was watching the Parkers, WB20 with the Frog. That was my shit. But when you was talking about your top three dads, you know, you said he was there and he provided. Do you feel like the stigma of like you can either only give time or money to your kids is falling off? Because I'm a real big advocate of fuck that. You can do both. I definitely agree that you can do both. And, um... <clears throat> I think that it with enough hard work and a little bit of luck, you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't, I don't really believe in luck. God is the source of everything. But, you know, I feel like between those two, you can you can really find a balance. And work-life balance has always been important for me because, you know, like I said, growing up, using my dad as an example, there were times where my dad was always going for OT, where I would want my dad to be at the crib. Hey, dad, you know what I'm saying? You want you want to play Madden on the video game? You know what I'm saying? I will when I get home, but I'm knocked out when you get home. You know what I'm saying? That was where my stepfather would come in, and sometimes he was a little bit more present. And so my thing is, okay, how can I find the biggest balance? And so I, at this point, bro, I've been working remote since COVID. COVID has been a true blessing for my family. Like, motherfucker. I've been working. I've been working remote since COVID. Once COVID hit, the new profession that I had just stopped in, bro, I, I got hired in at the company. They doubled my salary. Did you catch it? Yeah, we actually didn't catch it for the first time until a couple months ago, bro. Me too. I swear I was immune. I was walking around here like I had the biggest dick in the world. Like COVID can't touch me, bro. And then it hit, and I thought I was dying. See, it wasn't that bad for me. <coughs> I got one of the bad versions. You had one of the bad boys. <coughs> I was. <laughs> I was shaking. See, I had to, so my mama came here and I went there and just isolated. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I don't know if, if right after she was born, it was literally two weeks after Sage was born. When was she born? March twenty second. March twenty second. So right in April, end of March, sometime around there. 
we caught it April 18th. Same, had to be the same book. April 18th. But see, like, my wife and my two girls, they had the worst of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, me, I was pretty much, I was taking care of everybody for the most part. Like, it really only sat me down for like a day where the fatigue just kind of hit me. But other than that, I really just, I, I was really only dealing with fatigue, with fatigue, really. And I had a small cough, but I didn't have no headache. I didn't have no, no, no chills, no fever, no nothing, bro. That's a blessing, bro. Cause like I was the only one that got it. Cause went to work, they was like, "You look like shit. Take a test." I'm like, "All right, bet." <laughs> Came straight home. Now you look like shit. <laughs> Pretty much, you know, just kept it honest. I'm like, "All right," told her on the way. I was like, "Yeah, don't don't come near me. I'm figure it out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was nigga throwing up, everything, chills. Like that. It was bad. Like, I had a bag just on the side of the bed. Just like, I can't wait till it's over. Pop a pill just to go to sleep. And I hate pills. Like, I just wanted to sleep. And I was like, if I don't wake up. Tylenol did wonders. That's what what they said it takes. That's the only thing that works. And I took, like, (laughs) 3,000. Like, what killed me, bro, is like, I had went through a whole week. And I'm feeling great i test negative and that same day i test negative i go get me a beer i, I get this kind of this this beer because i like craft beers and stuff so i, I like this yeah bro i look like voodoo ranger that's one that's new belgium that's one of the one of the states they got a bunch of different kinds of flavors of that um and like that's really probably like voodoo is probably like my staple like if i'm going to go get a beer i'm gonna really go look for a voodoo ranger i'm not a drinker so a makeshift fucking window screen. I'm not big on drinking. I'll drink beer, but like my, I, I definitely got my drinking days back in college and like, like I like, like I've been married since 23, so shortly after college, like, like me and my wife would drink every now and again, but yeah, like, that's my drinking partner. Yeah, that bro, that's everything. So how, you, so how you feel? <clears throat> Damn, you almost been married ten years. Congrats on that. You said what seven? Seven years. Been, so how seven. you feel like? You was probably the youngest of your homeboys. I was the first one of my homeboys to really get married. Me and one, one of my other homeboys got married like maybe like eight to nine months before I did, but we weren't really that tight then. He, he was a friend of a friend at that moment, and since we've been married, we became close. Like, that's one of my best homies. But at the time, like my immediate circle, I was it, it was just me. And so I'm 23, bro. Like, and being the first one that's married out of your homeboy, that's hard. Bro, it's, it's funny, bro. I got. It's funny, like I got, I, I think I don't, I don't even remember like if any like if, I, if I've even told this story to anybody. But like, early on, you know what I'm saying? Like I used to. Uh, this is before like I really started going to church heavy. Yeah. So I um, I used to say day shift with the hobbies, go eat. You know what I'm saying? That's not. That's the Detroit thing to do. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's a normal Tuesday. Yeah, so peak. And not like now that I'm older, bro, and I'm like, and I look back on certain stuff, like like becoming the husband I am today, bro, is a learning process. It was truly a learning process, and I'm grateful for it. You know what I'm saying? For taking my marriage seriously. You know what I'm saying? Because like it's truly helped me become a better man overall. But like we had probably been married for a little over a year, bro. So I'm like 24. Uh, 24, maybe 25. Fresh out the honeymoon stage. You know what I'm saying? And so, 
I'm at home on medical from work. I done, I done broke my finger hooping. And I work at a computer all day, so I can't type. So I'm on medical, bro, for about five weeks. Wifey's still getting up, and she's going to go to work. And so I used to get up and go to day shift all the time. Me and her had been to day shift. I done took her to day shift for her birthday. I'm at the crib, boy, bro. I done been at home playing 2K five days a week for four weeks at this point. Man, he, 90, <laughs> he was one of the 96 overall. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> bro. I was, talking to, I, was in, I was in the clan and everything. So... So I'm on, and one of my homeboys hit me up. Hey, Juice, we finna go to Pappy We finna go get a, you know, half off Lambies. Say what? Then count me in. With the macaroni and cheese. <coughs> I got a panty story. Everybody got a panty story. Everybody got a panty story. So I go in there, bro. I'm thinking it's, it's sweet. Come to find out. Two of my wife's homegirls is in in the club, and I don't even know. And they done like not only text her, took took like sent a picture of me in the club to my wife. Like, what's he doing? Like, yeah, like you you know he in here. Mind you, I had talked to her. She was at work. You supposed to be playing the game. You're supposed to be at home playing the game. <laughs> and so she like, man, that's and so I'm like, dude. I'm like, dog, like, the boys call it half off half shop, baby. Nothing crazy. What about hell? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's. In my head, I'm like, dude, like, really just went in there to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the big deal? We done been before, you done been before, and shit. Like, it's it's, it's like, food. Yeah. Because, bro, I don't know what it is about strip club food in Detroit, but it's better than the restaurants. Top tier. It is, like, literally the best food you can get. And so, like, I'm like, man, what's the big deal? We done been in here before. I came here, you know what I'm saying? She's like, it's, it's about, like, how it appears. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she was like, and, and I'll never forget this day, you know what I'm saying? And this, and this is a lesson that even she taught me. And she was like, you think about the best husband and the best husband that, like, that you can think of and that you look up to. And then she was like, and then you think about them sitting in the titty bar as a, as a married man. And she was like, you know what I'm saying? How does that look? Even if your wife is okay with it, how does that look to you being around? If she's not with you. If she's not with you. And then, for, secondly, you know what I'm saying? How does that look to me if I don't, if she don't know that you're there? And she finding out from somebody else. True. And so that, you know what I'm saying? I, like, that stuck with me, you know what I'm saying? Like, now, can I just go get food from there, though? Like, probably I, a carry-out. Yeah, no, can I call I, it in? You can definitely do carry-out. And then wait like an hour, because <laughs> that shit take forever, and but, then go get it? But, <laughs> But then it, it just came to be like, you know what I'm saying, like, one of the big things for me is protecting your, about protecting your marriage is, it's you protecting your perception, people's perception, you know what I'm saying, because even if people don't know, you know what I'm saying, what's going on, people people's always going to have their opinions, mm -hmm. and so you never want your good to be ill-spoken of, as the Bible says, and so you want to make sure that even to people who might not know where the inside is, you want to make sure that it stands on solid ground. And so that was that that was that was a lesson that I learned early on. And like I said, it's, it's helped me just kind of grow and learn how to make sure that I take care of family first. But not only that it looks looks wholesome on the outside, but that it's actually wholesome at its foundation and at its core. I hope when our wives watch this that they be like, 
I'm good. I, I taught that nigga something. But then I hope they turn around and be like, he's taught me some stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, for real. Have to, have to record a reaction video. <laughs> they swear they know it all. Man. You, you put it in the wrong way. Put it, put, put it in the refrigerator like this. And I'm like, right. take, take, take it out of the pot. And do put it, it in the right. they, they will redo your hard work in a heartbeat. <laughs> that is a pet peeve for me, boy. <laughs> that is a pet peeve for me. I'm you like, man, look, don't ask me to do it. Why would you ask me to do it if you just don't do it? Don't ask me to After do it. After I did it. And then it be stuff they already know that you don't like doing and that you like or do poorly. <laughs> and they be like, and like bro, just don't, just don't ask me to do it. No. Thank Dad, Rapid Fire. Indica or Sativa? Indica. Allen Iverson or Kyrie? Allen Iverson. Vince Carter or Dominique Wilkins? Vince Carter. Miss Carter, Miss Carter was like my very first dunk contest that I ever watched on TV. Was the two thousand Miss Carter? That's the best one to ever watch. He went crazy. I mean, they all went down. Him and Jay Rich. Boy, Jay Rich. Ooh. Jay Rich. Jay Rich was goaded. Jay Rich was goaded. Jay Rich is slept on as a, as an NBA dunker, bro. Yeah, I don't think so. Not our generation. He was putting it down, bro. He when, would. When 2K, like when 2K, when he transitioned from NBA Live to 2K, like when 2K took over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the man. He him, was. J.R. Denver Nuggets, J.R. Smith. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. I was just watching uh, J.R. Smith uh, on the podcast. Highlights. Um, uh, yesterday, like his career, his career highlights. Like, J.R. was cold, bro. He's the definition of hot cold. Yeah, for sure. Streaky. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Even on the Knicks. Yeah. He was fire. Yeah. When he did a, what was it, a baseline reverse 360 remit? Yeah. Know. Who does that? Yeah, You can bro. just light it up. <clears throat> I'm telling you, bro. Mm-hmm. That boy was cold. So if there's any person you could smoke with, dead or alive, who would it be? Um... I feel like it's like it's probably like super cliche, but I'm I'm I gotta I gotta go Uncle Snoop, man. I gotta go Uncle Snoop. Is it cliche? I just I feel like like that's that's bucket list for everybody that smoke weed. Cause yeah. but I know if I like ever see him and within like eye distance, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have some weed. Um, of course, and I'm just gonna be like, hey, got to. It's not gonna kill you. I promise. Right. <laughs> Like I'm dang dad, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> like this is what I do. I wanna be I wanna be like you. Co- right, co kicking with. Man, Man. That'd be dope as hell. Yeah, like, that's 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 for sure. Like that would be like That's a bucket list thing for sure. Man, cause like who better to like smoke and kick it with than Uncle Snoop? Him, probably Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. Cheech and Chong. Absolutely. And I'm gonna probably Obama. Obama? I'm sure. You think he smoke weed? Who don't? But then I'm the person that gets everybody to hit the blunt at least once. I'm not gonna force you to. I'm just gonna spark up right next to you. Yeah. (laughs) And then halfway through, (laughs) let me hit that nap. One time. One time. Go for it. (laughs) By all means, you're an adult. I ain't gonna force you. But you gonna you gonna like that shit. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, Uncle Snoop for sure. And then it was. I had another rapid fire that I always forget. (laughs) 
perks of being blood. I got a question for you, dog. What's up? What's your favorite part about being a dad? Probably that look they get on their face. <clears throat> like, in this, as they get older, it's subconscious, but like when they first see you, yeah. like when you come to the crib, first time of the day or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, there's that. Daddy. Like, yeah. Like, it, like now, it's like he'll be playing or whatever, or doing something, and I walk past. I'm like, what's up, son? Da, da, da. Like, hey, dad. <laughs> you know, no, be right, like, right, right, right. Hey, right. dad. Yeah. He'll go back to doing what he's doing. So, probably, probably that. And then just having somebody look up to you. Yeah. Like, that's dope. Like, you got, really got something to work for no matter what. Like, it ain't right, a right. job, it ain't no hobby. Like, it's not that you just like doing shit. Like, you. When you gotta do it, and I, I enjoy that shit. Yeah. Like, I just enjoy being a dad, bro. It's yeah. dope. It is. It's, it's very rewarding. It's rewarding. Like, don't get me wrong. Irritating the motherfucker. Like, <laughs> and I think it's for sure. Like with with my son, at least it's irritating because he's so much like me. And I I'm like, she's like, he's you. Like he's reacting <laughs> like you. I'm like, I don't need you to tell me that right, right now. Right, he's, right. he's bothering me by being a little me. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta help him be a, a good person. Yeah. And it's like that's your job. Yeah. That's your number one job. So that's both of those. Teaching. Man. Teaching for sure. Like 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 I, I definitely feel you on that on that excitement when it's like, Daddy. Cause like I, I start work, you know what I'm saying? Even though I'm still at the crib, like I like still be away. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like my, my my workspace is in the basement, you know what I'm saying? And so you know, in the in the morning time, I start work at eight o'clock. Usually, I'm downstairs by like seven thirty, seven forty-five, just to kind of <laughs> get my mind right. You know, what I'm saying sort through emails, all of that good stuff. Yeah. And then, um, you know, what I'm saying so. I've been, I've been, I've been working remote since my daughter was two and a half weeks old. Since my first, since so my, my first born, two and a half. Because it's it's easy, it's cool, but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Like people I feel like kids nowadays are way smarter than we were. For sure. But my son tried to flex on me the other day. He was like, I can count to 300, daddy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. And then he started doing it. I'm like, oh, oh you, know, you know how that goes. <laughs> he got to like 120. And it was like, what's next? I'm like, that's not 300. Right, right, right. I'm like, what's after 21? He's like, 22? I'm like, so what is it? He like, I'm like, are you having this a brain? answer your question. According to Wikipedia, Alexa, <laughs> stop. Uh, my Alexa be doing the same shit. The fucking government, right? <laughs> <laughs> Man. I don't even know what I was talking about. That shit happens probably like once every five episodes, like recordings. Yeah. All the time. That shit will pop up like, what'd you say? Alexa be like, I'm trying to get in on this episode. But yeah, Boy, bro. Let like, me hit the block. It's crazy, like, like, like how, how much that like she she remembers like like an absurd amount of information like they say obviously she can't really read at this moment she can identify letters and stuff you know what i'm saying and like certain things we taught her how to spell um but like when we go to like like we don't really allow her to watch a whole lot of television like i i say maybe like 45 minutes total for the week. A week? A week. A week. Damn, can you take my kids? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 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 I can't I, I honestly can't even take take full credit for that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that is my wife. Like my wife is excellent at doing like the legwork and the research and being just 
totally thorough, you know what I'm saying, for anything concerning our babies. And so, like, we limit her television, you know what I'm saying, watching. This nigga said a week. Yeah. But she loves she loves to read. Like both both of my babies love to read. Like they'll go and grab their books, bring it to to us for them to read just throughout the day. Like they're about to be a neurosurgeon, right? Or what? She's going. She's she's in medical school to be a doctor. She don't know what what field she she wants to be in. But so probably lightweight geniuses. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. You can flex. You can it seems that way, man. My cousin. Probably. I got a black wife too. Shout out to black doctors. Shout out to black wives. And black doctors. Black girl magic. My cousin flexed on me so hard at the family reunion, bro. Thank that story right here. He was like, yeah, so he's got a he's got a sixteen year old girl and a fourteen year old. They're both in high school now. One's a freshman, one's a junior. He was like, What's the same middle school? And the little one, the younger one, <coughs> she was like, Oh yeah, I went to class and they the teachers use her older sister's notes mm-hmm. as a template to teach the grades. Like, that's how smart she was. Okay. So, the little one takes notes so well that they now use her notes <laughs> to teach the classes that are, you know, coming into that she? grade. 16 and 14. That's crazy. So he's, both, he's like, yeah, uh-huh. so your kids are just teaching the state of New Hampshire. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I'm like... <coughs> nigga, that's a flex. <laughs> Big time. Big time. Like, like, dog, what? <laughs> like, what you mean? You telling me their notes were so good that the teacher's like, shit, I don't gotta do no work. I need, like, yeah, give me those. I'd have been like a mm, fifty dollars. Absolutely. You're you gonna pay me. Doing anything. This is how the school district pay for that shit. That's so, crazy. Right off. I'm like, that's She's like, Yeah, I'm probably just gonna go to Harvard for uh undergrad I'm like, oh, okay. You go for That's a flex. Big time. Just she's like, I don't want to be the president anymore. I think I'm going to become a wall. <laughs> so, do you you in a cave <clears throat> smoking with the dankest dads? Do you remember your first time smoking? So, yeah, it was so high school. Um, we ended up uh, how old? Seventeen, senior year. Late bloom. Yeah, definitely. Like. People in school was always doing it, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? I was I was always a high school athlete, you know what I'm saying? So from freshman to senior, you know what I'm saying? I was Staying away from playing it. playing basketball okay. and yep. that was that was my ticket to, to you know what I'm saying, college. Yep. And so, you know what I'm saying, to me I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to smoke messing my lungs, da 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 I don't need to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was I was I was a good kid. I would drink, but as far as smoking like I like like I said, I, w- I would get the smokers remorse about it. And so, senior year, I don't know. It was just like, I don't know. Something just changed. You know what I'm saying? I was with I was with some of the homies, and I, you know, what I'm saying they would smoke. I, you know, what I'm saying, but this ain't my first time hanging with them. I had been hanging with them since sophomore year of high school, and you know, but this particular time, you know, what I'm saying they was like, yeah, we about to go smoke, and I was like, I'm coming too. I'm gonna go too. And so. And so, you know, we go, <clears throat> we sitting in, you know what I'm saying, sitting around on the playground, you know, my dog rolled up, it was, it was some drove. It's so on 2009, like I said, we had the white, white, great white out. And so we sitting there and we sitting on the playground and, and, and we smoke and I'm like, dog, like this, this is what being high is like. And so we just run that mud, like, you know, your first time being, being high school high, bro, like I'm just, extra giggly, 
we doing dumb shit. <clears throat> I'm sitting there uh, uh, playing with the lighter, setting the uh, the wrap the Dorella wrapper on fire. Niggas get hungry, walk walk to McDonald's and, and just order like, uh, bro. That was that was back when you could get the fifty piece, the fifty piece nuggets. About five dollars. I don't know about five. I don't even remember how much it was. But it, it was probably like, about five dollars. They was giving out like ten for a dollar. Bro, it was it was fifty the fifty piece. That mug that mug came with with two fries, a drink, a large drink, and like ten sauces. Bro, and we sat and we sat at McDonald's. I, I, I bro, it. I ate a fifty piece to myself. Everybody you know, got a fifty piece story. You know that's back. That's back when your metabolism is like just super and then you fast. Woke up on time the next day and probably oh. went to go hoop. Yeah, I absolutely did. You know, man. Like I said, I had smokers remorse. I feel bad about it. But like throughout senior year of high school, like I definitely that was kind of where I started to become a social smoker. And so I would smoke here and there. Like I was always going out at that time. That was when I started driving. Hitting different parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. I take a couple drinks. Uh, somebody had some weed you know, and lit up. I smoked, but like I said, I, it was it was a little bit later later in my adult life <clears throat> when I really started, you know, what I'm saying becoming a smoker for real. Like I don't drink nearly as much as I used to. You used up all your days in college. Yeah, for real, for real. It's not you had your dates, you just use it. Baby. Yeah, like I, 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 I save them for like for special occasion, you know what I'm saying? Like my, my wife's birthday, my birthday, my anniversary, you know what I'm saying? We'll go out, we'll really have some good drinks. You know, if we go out to a, to a nice restaurant, I have some. I, I really like going, I, I really like wine these days. I don't really consider that drinking. It's a, I'm going to let you, I'm going to send you the link to a, uh, it's a little wine taste. It's like $13 a person. We just went to Toronto. Oh, week week before last, and we we had a wine fest out there. They had wine from all over the world. They had like France, like like representative from these wineries coming from like France, oh, like actual vendors. And yeah, shit. yeah, oh, it was it was dope. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah. Mine was just a little in Canton. <laughs> like he he pull up. Hey, Nishwa like small wine well, wineries too. Them boys still be good. It was like all homemade. It was dope. Like like I the way that I like craft beer. I'm, I'm, I really want to get like that with wine. Um, I don't know, you ever seen that um, movie on Netflix, like Uncorked, where uh, the black dude was a sommelier? Probably. Like, I don't want to... And then he ended up going to school at the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't really want to get to that like experience, because like... But you want to be able to... But I want to be able to really know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. A, okay, for sure. Because, yeah. sure. like, I really... Like, That's a dope little hobby. Yeah, wine is dope. Wine, wine is dope, is, bro. It's good for you. Yeah. You feel okay in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I could do a whole bottle. The year we got married, we got we got married in the Bahamas. <clears throat> yeah. Look, nah, it wasn't that fancy. It was a carnival cruise ship. We got married in Livonia. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, touche. <laughs> so, beautiful, beautiful. We, yeah, so we down there, and we went on one of the excursion tours, and dog gave us a, uh, our tour guide gave us a um, he gave us a, a bottle of wine just as a gift, and so like we we went home and just left it. We didn't touch it for a whole year. So like on our our our, our first anniversary, we had a had a really nice dinner at the crib and that was the first time we opened our wine. That wine was so good, bro. 
And from that point forward, I'm like, Shout oh, yeah. Your dog. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> now every time I, when I go to the store, like, I don't go just get your, your run of the mill, like, Shutter yeah. Homes and stuff. Like, I'm, look, I'm looking oh, no. for, like, That's yeah. college wine. Yeah. Shutter Homes. Hell. <laughs> oh, no. You still get Shutter you remember Homes. The, you remember the gal in the Carlo Rossi's? What? Ooh, Rossi. $13. Oh, man. <laughs> it was like, you take that shit to the party, put some fruit in it. Yes, man, sir. Yes, sir. I'll tell you, boy. I'll tell you. The things you used to do to get have a good time in college was crazy, boy. Disgusting when you look back. It was. It really was. Like, the things you used to do. Like, St. Patrick's Day? Oh, my God. St. Patrick's Day in Mount Pleasant will change my life. St. Patrick's Day in Mount Pleasant changed my life. People party on St. Patrick's Day. People party on St. Patrick's Day. I got a St. Patrick's Day story. But that's for the next time. Okay. Okay. I appreciate everybody tuning in, watching, listening, viewing, liking, clicking. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all stay dank. We out. Yes, sir.